Las Vegas. And with that, I want to welcome you to the Christian Nerd Podcast. My name is Scott Higa. I am the Christian Nerd. And I'm joined today, I talked about it on my show on Friday. I'm joined for this lovely Monday edition of the Christian Nerd Podcast. It is not just a Christian Nerd episode. It is a Christian Nerd of Godcast episode. Because I'm joined by my best internet friend, now a real-life friend, Tony Talavera. What's up, Tony? In all three dimensions, bulging at you from every direction, what's up? Scotty Higa. Tony, a week ago, we were not doing anything because we'd already left and gone back home. But like a week and three days ago, yeah, we were. I, I found myself doing that on like Thursday and Friday last of last week, just thinking, ah, oh, this week, last or at this time last week. At this I was, time, a week ago. I was eating Hawaiian food with Tony. At this week, last time, I was eating In-N-Out with Tony. At this week, last time, I was eating Italian food. It was a lot of eating, which is what there I was like so to do. There was so much in- eating. It was fantastic. I think that was the first thing. People always ask, you know, what, did you guys see any shows? Did you do that? Nope. But Scott Higa took me to all the food places. All the food. So Tony... We clandestinely hey. met each other in the desert, like a mob boss getting together with his mistress. We found some time. I don't know why. I <laughs> well, said my that. my name's Tony, so I'm calling the mob boss part. <laughs> and I've got supple Capiche? skin, so you know it's all right. Uh, Tony, we we yeah, planned man. a secret meeting in the desert. Uh, it was part vacation for you, part excuse to make your way out near the west coast and yeah uh my best friend vince and i we rented a van that was a big part of my va- my trip is getting to a very rent a nice van, van a very, by the way i know it, it, i picked it up from it was the rental a car company it had 67 van. miles on it it was very brand nice. new a chrysler pacifica a couple weeks ago i shilled for a toyota sienna i'd be happy if somebody gave me a chrysler pacifica that was a very nice vehicle i drove myself up to vegas after work on thursday and we met for the first time in the lobby of the new york new york hotel and casino after i just finished checking in and the rest is history so and it wasn't supposed to go down like that like we no. were I was supposed to meet like two hours later but i you shared your location with me and I, I checked it periodically and we were in the new york new york way earlier than our meeting time yeah and i saw Scott Higa is like an eighth of a mile from me right now. Like we're in the same building right now. And I, well, what should I do? I should play it cool. Shouldn't I? I, I, It's no big deal. Right. We'll just see each other. It'll be casual. And I'm like, I want to go to where he is. So (laughs) I want to go to there. there. So I walked in and I, I, you know, everybody's wearing masks. So it it was like trying to pick out, you know, the, the, the sneaky person. And I'm like, I recognize those sideburns anywhere. It was Scott by God. Pretty lush. I need a haircut. They are so yeah, so we met supple and sideburns. I I shared this so we can talk about. Uh, it was fun. Uh, we FaceTime Lise Mati from uh, formerly from your show, and she had some great questions for us about our experience. She together. does apologize. She was just here and she wanted to stay and chat with you, but she had to go feed her family. Oh, family always family. eating food and the diapers. Worst. Oh my gosh. <laughs> we also got a dog, by the way. I was talking about that on Friday. We we acquired Bluey. the dog. We acquired Bluey on Saturday. He is a 10-month-old Australian Shepherd, and he's he's going to be a good boy, but he's just a 10-month-old puppy, and his entire life has been with this other family who are great, but they had another dog, and so he has mm. never, he's literally never been alone in his mm. entire life. So we were trying to get him to sleep in a crate on Saturday night. That did not work. So I eventually just ended up sleeping on the floor, and he just, like, nuzzled up right next to me and was very 
happy. So we're we're working on that as as the life goes on. But I got a dog. But that's not important because important is Tony and I met each other. And I, I, I shared this on my show on Friday and I hope it came off not it sounds really horrible when you say it out loud but f- like to me it wasn't like that special and- so that's what I, I was just saying to, to, i was like yeah when i met scott it, it didn't feel like this is a big event it yeah. felt very familiar and yes. like like a homecoming almost yeah like the the heavens didn't open and there wasn't a light shining on you from one of the signs in vegas it wasn't like oh it was like oh here's my friend like my legitimate friend who has been yeah. my legitimate friend for half a decade and it's just and now we just get to see each other in person versus, I mean, I don't know how people like, listen, if people listen, like Tony and I, we text each other every day. We yeah. call each other at least once a week. We, we communicate very, I communicate with you as much as I communicate with any of my friends that I see in real life. I just yeah. happen not to see you once a week in real life. Our podcast relationship is it really is uh, not not the product of just synergy and merging of brands. Um, long time ago, Scott texted me. We kind of started a little text back and forth, and um, it just became really apparent right from the beginning, Scotty, that you were you just had a really caring and and honest heart. You were somebody that I can open up with in a in a real way, and that's a that's a really rare thing. A in general. And B, in our line of work as vocational ministers, I mean, there's always a level of being guarded. And and then uh, adding the threat always, of catfishing on top of it. You know, I, like, is he even a real human being? I don't know. He could be a hologram. I'm not sure. Just he could like be Roy made Kent. of tinier men. Roy, Roy, just Roy the hologram. But, um, you know, no, it was just I, I found it really easy to open up with you and we could chat. And, um, you know, just fast friends, but over the, the airwaves and, you know, meeting you in real life was just like seeing someone that you know and you love and it was yeah. it was like catching up and not like a revelation. Yes, exactly. And so when I, I tell people, yeah, it just it didn't feel that special. I mean it was very special. We'd never met. Yeah, we, you should we, probably come up with a different I, set I know, of words. But it, but it, it really but, but it shocks it people in the listening and then they want to pay attention. So you know it does yeah. it it does it like they lean in. You know like like here's like we were in the same building. Like we'd we'd been in the same time zone like twice. Yeah, you know? but still like, separated by like fourteen hundred miles. I know. Like I was in Boston, you were in in Florida. Very warm, by the way, and I was uh, stuck in a uh, temp or polar, polar vortex, which mm. are words I never wanted to hear. So yeah, it was just it was just so much fun, and like we did requisite nerdy things. We went to a cool kind of toy shop, and they had yeah. cool stuff. Uh, we took a picture in front of Lion O. Mm-hmm. Avenger Station. We bro. went to the Avenger Station at the Treasure Island, which was awesome. It really was like legitimately cool. Yeah, that picture I got emotional. You that that Sheena took the panoramic of you in front of all of the Iron Man armors. That is very very awesome. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, <laughs> and I, I got to meet Tony's wife, Sheena, and his son Christian, which was a wonderful treat. And I knew they were going to be great people and probably better than Tony. And it turns out that I was probably oh, Christian. He'll get there, but your wife is amazing. <laughs> <laughs> and, and totally awesome. We had a great time, man. It was it was fun. And yeah, how and, you was know, that? You, how, how 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 was just for a vacate like a vacation for you and your family? Because this was your first vacation in four years, literally four years. First legitimate vacation in four years that wasn't in a strings attached. Like we're going to officiate a wedding or something like that. It was it was really great. We we had a, an amazing time. Um, it, it, Las Vegas is a different place. Not necessarily somewhere that I would say, hey, yeah, this is my vacation destination of choice. 
Um, a lot of the things that are available in the town were not necessarily my bag, baby. But um, and and the heat. You mean smelling weed isn't part of your every of your... <laughs> every you twenty don't even feet. Have to want it was to like smoke weed. You just have to like the smell. If you like the smell of weed, then you're set. Because if it you is... like the smell of weed, we need to have a conversation that's about true. Because that's you. You have made it a, a wrong turn somewhere in life. But no, it's just <laughs> it, it, it. It is everything that you that you read about. But it's hotter than flip dude like and, and they, you know it's well it's a dry heat yes so is my oven and uh that was what it felt like so we're, we're, even when you stand outside and the breeze would blow it's like oh a nice breeze oh my god is 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 uh, it's like a hair dryer like the entire world this city is blowing why is satan a hair dryer in my gas face. on me it's just awful oh it really was it was like a standing in front of an oven door like the whole we i would walk and i would see a sh- like like a, the shadow of a tree like i would see shade 50 yards up and i'd be like that's where i'm going that is the only place in the world i want to be right now is just in the shade <laughs> Where the sun scorcheth not, um, it, it really was. Who would live there? I don't know. Yeah, I I, I prefer a dry heat, and it's you know because I've I've been in oppressive humidity, never in Florida, mm-hmm. but in equatorial nations, you know, in Central America, yeah. and I I would and, and but I I'm used to it. I mean, it's you know it's 102 degrees right now at five o'clock on a Sunday evening. Like That's it's so dumb. It is. I was going to say balls hot, and I just said balls hot. So this is ball. Like, we're outside doing our, our kids' church on Sunday, and I'm like, oh, my God. It's just, like, by 8.45, before we even started first service, it was already 86 degrees. I mean, it was just – and so, like, the, by the time the second service started, it's really, really hot. I'm like, we've got to have some Otter Pops somewhere on this campus. Just get – like, just get Otter Pops. Like, pour them down the kids' throats so they don't die. And we have kids just, like – like mis like great kids, just awesome kids, always good energy, always good. They were just like starting to cry because it was just hot, and they, you know, it's a holiday weekend too, so I'm sure they were having some fun. But yeah, it the the heat does get to you, uh, but there's no but. It's just it's just hot. Like that's how yeah. it is. And here we are talking about the weather again. Always talking about the weather. So <laughs> no, I, it was great. Yeah. And you, you know Vegas. Like yes. I, you really must spend a lot of time there because you knew the history of things. And well, this used to be this. And well, we used to stay there. And here's a place that you can get food. Like you just knew all the stuff. It was really like a Vegas trip is not complete unless it's a Higa Vegas trip. I that yeah, I have been, and so I tell people. Right, I was talking to your son about it because I started going to Vegas in 1980. 485 it's literally my earliest memory as a child wow is changing in the back seat of my family's pinto as we drove up to <laughs> vegas to see my grandparents because my grandparents lived in hawaii lived in hawaii and so they would always fly to las vegas because they so really cheap hawaiians flights. love las vegas hawaiians love las vegas i yes. would have never known that yes much like germans love david hasselhoff hawaiians and hawaiians love, love las, las vegas it's the ninth it's the ninth island like it's very much a thing that they cater to hawaiians and so so I would just go to visit my grandma, and then that's where my family would go on vacation. And then when I turned 21, I went for the first time with my whole family and my best friends. It was a big trip. And then, you know, we went with my friend Vince, and we would go three or four times a year just as dudes in our 20s, not doing anything crazy. Like, yeah, no, of, of course not. None of that stuff. But, like, we would go. We would eat at the ESPN zone in giant recliners where we'd like, all right, you can sit in this recliner, but you have to have $75 worth of food in two hours. I'm like – all right, let's shove our face full of <laughs> fried pickles and anything you can imagine. So we did a lot. So I, I, I love Vegas. I've I've been there, I think, four times this year already. Wow. Yeah. I mean, two of those were, like, on their way to Utah and on our way back from Utah. 
No, it's five. I lied. It's been five times this year. <laughs> this year. And it's only just September. So, yeah. but, I, but I did appreciate when you texted me and you said, I could understand why people would come here if it was within driving distance. Because yeah, there is that, a lot of place. cool stuff to do. Yeah, there is a lot. It, it, it reminds me, honestly, of a, a, a strange, bizarro Orlando. Yeah. Just so many attractions, but everything is right there on that one road. I mean, yep. it's just that's everything from beginning to end, and it is a lot. There is a lot to see. It would be very easy to spend a whole week just walking around, exploring, and looking at stuff. When it's not hotter than the sun. Well, you know, I mean, we made it all right, and it was stupid hot, but, you know, we lived. Even we at 108 lived. degrees, it wasn't the worst thing in the entire world. No. Nah. And I hung out by the pool one of the afternoons. It was great. Just sat there in the shade. <laughs> so, so Scotty, who says, oh, you know, I'm, I'm going to get a rental van. So once I get there, I'll drive you around everywhere. Fantastic. We don't need to rent a car. So we took an Uber a couple places for the first day. I'd never even taken an Uber in my life. And then we're waiting for Scotty. He's like, so you mind finding your own way to get to a place? I just, I just want to hang out by the pool a little longer. I'm like, sure. No problem. I drove you at back. All. And of course, that was again never having taken an Uber before. Mm. I learned something about peak rates. So that thirteen dollar trip actually turned out to be a thirty six dollar trip. Man, dang it, Higa! I'll uh, it. I'll up my patronage to your Patreon. Thank you. One month by well, six. <laughs> you did. You bought my wife a cappuccino, and you bought us all gelatos at the end of the night because you were a high roller. So good times. Nah, just irresponsible. <laughs> so it was a very enjoyable time to spend together. Uh, yeah, I, I loved it. It was just, it was everything I think I could have wanted it to be. And it, like, you know, obviously it'd been great if it had been a longer amount of time or if my family had been there. But for the time we had available and the people available, it was absolutely wonderful. And it was yeah. a great, great time. So thank you for flying all the way out to Las Vegas to spend some time with me, Tony. I appreciate yeah. it. It was really, honestly, my pleasure, and thank you for taking time to just drive over and, and hang out with us. I mean, we were going out there kind of anyway. I mean, it was sort of our family trip. We were going to go see some relatives, and then they couldn't end up making it, so we just shifted. We're like, we're going to the desert. Might as well go to Vegas. And, um, yeah, and then Scott's You're going to be like, somewhere hot. Be somewhere hot where there's cool stuff to do. That's right. And Scott's like, let's go. So we did. Let's go. We did. We had a great time. It was awesome. fun. It, it really was. We had a, a blast. You can't go to the, the smells of Vegas were the my least favorite part. But the, the but tastes okay you had to of wear Vegas, the sights, the sounds. That's right. Yeah, you had to wear a mask everywhere. In and out. So. Italy. That Italy was so good. Italy, bro. I'm just telling you, Italy, that's, that sandwich, and I am a sandwich-loving man. I have been eating sandwiches. I will make sandwiches out of stuff that shouldn't even be sandwich. Give me a slice of Wonder Bread and some spaghetti, and I just made a spaghetti sandwich. <laughs> Italy redefined what a sandwich could be for me. Like, I still, I am fantasizing about that Italy sandwich, even now as we speak. It's very, very obscene uh, how good that sandwich was. It was so good. It so if you have so a chance good. to go to an Italy, embrace bro. it. They're they're all bro. over the place, but there's one at the Park MGM in Las Vegas, and there has been some discussion. I'll share in the Octagon, which is our Slack group with the Christian Nerd, of doing a Christian Nerd meetup in Vegas next summer. So if that happens I'll in the summertime, which in is the, when yeah. you want to be in Vegas. Well, yeah. you know we have kids and stuff, so mm -hmm. you know July it's hot. Just you know, just bring some gold bond and um, one of those neck fan things that look like headphones. <laughs> one of the things that I learned about Vegas. Uh, was the, the the prices 
are vastly different based on the day of the week that you're there. Yes. Now, I'm looking at these hotel rooms, I'm like, man, this is a nice resort offering these $57 hotel rooms, $57 hotel rooms. Oh, Friday, that thing jumps up to like $299. Oh, Saturday, it's $560. Yeah. That's the same room that was $59 two days ago. Yep. So if you go into Vegas, go on a Tuesday. Go midweek. Midweek's mm-hmm. the best. Also, not only do the rooms vary, but a lot of the a lot of the like shops and the hotels that sell just like toothpaste and stuff like that, they don't have price tags on anything because they qualify for surge pricing. So that toothpaste might be two dollars at three o'clock PM on a Tuesday. But if you're trying to, you know, say hello to your little friend and, you know, make friends with a lovely lady or a lovely dude. At like six o'clock on a Friday, that toothpaste might be like seven dollars. There's always time for dental hygiene, Seymour. What's that from? Wait, I know what that's from. What's that from? Do you want me to tell you? Or yeah, no, I want you to tell me. Little Shop of Horrors. I thought so. I've only seen. I don't think I've ever even seen that all the way through. Oh my gosh, it's one of my total favorites. I believe it. Yeah. The other day, I was I was getting ready in the morning, and I had the song "Letters" uh, from Phantom of the Opera. Uh, Notes. Notes. I, I did that as my first scene in drama. I know. I thought of you. That was why oh, I was letting you know. I'm glad I, that you I, think that, of me while you brush your teeth singing Phantom I think of, the opera. of you. I think, think of you fondly. Of All right. When let's uh, say goodnight. Have yeah, some let's just take it. Jesus time. What's the time? Jesus time. What's the time? Jesus time. What's the time? Jesus time. All right, this Jesus time is going to be a little different. I've not prepped Tony for this conversation, but... Mystery uh, Jesus time. Yeah. Uh, but Tony, yeah. if you've been following him on social media, you know that he's about, or he actually has embarked on quite the endeavor. Uh, if you're listening to this when it comes out, Tony just had one of his first two preview services for the church that he is planting slash launching the weekend of September 19th? Correct. September 19th in Longwood. Is that the Florida. right state? Florida. Yeah. I, I want to make sure I can see it. <laughs> it's like, Longwood, it's, we're, Virginia. We're all still in Florida. We're That's right. Everyone come to Longwood, North Dakota. We'll have yeah. a great time. So, it's 12 degrees there. Uh, so Tony's been, I mean, being his, I mean, he shared about it a lot on social media. You haven't really talked about it on your show very much, uh, but that's no, okay. No, you know what? I thought about that today. I feel like I, like I, I really probably should. Hey, guys, I'm doing a thing. I think, um, I don't know. Like, part of me is like, like, that's all I would talk about for seven months straight, and your show's entirely <laughs> different from mine. But that's okay. So I thought, since you haven't talked about it on your show, we'll talk about it on my show. Sure. Um, because So, and, you know, like, it, Tony and I, we do our shows in all, like, all of our podcast stuff, social media stuff. It is very much secondary, tertiary to our family, and then the calling that God has placed on our lives as ministers of his word and his kingdom uh, in the places where he's called us to be. And yeah, so, yeah, I mean, I still love my podcast sometimes. Yeah, me yeah, too. Me too. But, you know, if Jesus is like, you have to choose one, like, well, I'm going to do the one that you called me to when I was 16 and not this thing that mm. is just kind of fun and, you know, I get to buy comic books for it. Um, so... <laughs> So the church that you're planning, Tony, like, I, I mean, just tell us a little bit about it. And then mostly I just want to know uh, how I can and how anyone listening can be praying for you. Oh, It's wow, really what you. I want it to be. So just tell us a little bit of the plant and then just uh, ways we can be praying for you. 
So, so the church that I, I have been a part of for so many years is in Orlando, Florida. Um, it was the Orange Avenue Church of God. It became the Sanctuary Conway. Now it exists as Sanctuary Church. And uh, I, I've been a part of that church since I was 15 years old. I've been on staff there since I was 17 years old. So 20, uh, almost, I guess 26 years now, almost 27 years. And uh, so it's been a, 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 my, like my whole adult life. And um, we've just kind of been going through this process of expanding and looking for new ways to create new ministries, and we just decided to uh, plant a church in north of Orlando in Longwood. This has been a process that we've been working on for about two years. Uh, We had an opportunity to take over this church property. Uh, COVID happened. Everything got slammed on the brakes. So we've used the past 18 months, two years to renovate and uh, modernize the building. I've been trying to build a team uh, and it's really been this amazing process. God has been so in it, you know, every moment of anxiety I was sharing this morning, every moment of anxiety that I've had, every tension that I've had, God has not only answered, but he's answered just ridiculously miraculously. I mean, it's just, it, it is stupid, the level of miracle after miracle that we've seen in his provisions. So uh, we'll be launching this church September 19th. It's, uh, I mean, I would say a small size church. I mean, we've got 250 seats in the auditorium pretty comfortably. Um, have no idea how close we're going to get to filling them. We, you know, could could miss it by a mile, could overshoot it by a week and a half. I have no mm. idea. Um, but we've got a great team. We've got about 50 people on our launch team so far. People that I have either known through ministries for the years, uh, for years, or or people that I've met in the community, and uh, you know they've they've sort of seen the vision and jumped on board. That's awesome. And um, yeah, we've just been pushing, planning, praying, promoting, and. Uh, by golly, these the, the, today and the next week we're going to be practicing our services, making sure we have everything down, everything works, uh, transitions and media and children's ministry, and and we're going to open up. And uh, you know, the the thing is, there's still so much that we need um, financially. I mean, we've we've just come up against we're out of budget, but there's still stuff that we need. I mean, even stuff in the the sanctuary from. Uh, some lights, some sound panels to make it not sound like we're having church in a men's room, Um, some children's materials. There's still a couple key people that we're looking for, but Mm -hmm. God's been really great about providing that. So uh, we're we're just praying, just just like Jesus, you know, said in, in, I think, was in Matthew chapter 9, look, you know, pray for the harvest, you know, that there would be workers. Uh, because the harvest is great and the workers are few, so we're we're just praying for to the Lord of the harvest that He would send the right people. Uh, we're praying for the resources that we need to do ministry, but do it with excellence. And um, really, we're just praying for our community that we can make an impact and be a church that's not just another church, yeah. not just an, a, another one that's occupying you know a, a plot of land and doing the same thing that everybody else is doing, but creating a place where people can really add value to their life and find purpose and uh, and discover their design so that they can live out their destiny. And that that's it. I mean, the church has been the most important part of my life since I was 13 years old when I met Jesus and, and really felt that calling to my life. It, the, the church has been my happy place, my place where I felt accepted and loved and belonging and the place where I felt like I was useful and I could take the things that God's given me and actually use them for something that was meaningful. And uh, man, I just want I want to open up the door of opportunity so other people can experience the same thing. That is awesome. So you said people, resources, community, any other just real specific ways I and my listeners and anybody else listening can be praying for you? Because, I mean, this is it, right? Like, we do these shows. It's, ah, let's talk about Marvel. It's awesome. And by the way, if you haven't <laughs> seen Shang-Chi, Shang-Chi freaking rocks. Go see it if you can, and it's safe. But it's amazing. It's so good. 
so I love talking about those things. But in the end, I'd much rather <laughs> I'd much rather us lift up our friend Tony in prayer because uh, what the work that he's doing in that place is much more important than I mean freaking Shang Chi doing really really awesome things. I have my tickets to see Shang-Chi in the morning, so I'm going to get Brecky, and then I'm going to go see it first thing in the morning. Also, What If has been so rad. Like, we talked a little bit about What If, but we didn't talk a whole lot yeah, about What we If. Were, so. I was behind on, like, an episode or two, yeah. And we didn't watch but that anyway, that's, I know that's yeah, not what we're talking see, about, yeah, but like, it was oh, like... <laughs> how, how can we... How Just, you know, if you had... I mean, people, resource, community, what are two, other, two or three other just prayer requests? Here, here's the real one, man. And, I, and the Christian nerd is a place of, I think, real transparency. So when I'm when I'm with you, uh, I'm able to be a little less guarded. Yeah. Uh, sometimes I go into like you know showman mode, like, hey, everybody, mm-hmm. you're listening to the radio broadcast on this podcast, <laughs> and blah 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 blah. Don't touch that dial. And I'm just dial. crying and talking about how my just, <laughs> just I'm so scared of everything. Ah. Yeah. So, so in the spirit of vulnerability, honestly, and kind of maybe even dovetailing onto the first part of our conversation. Going to to Las Vegas was really hard for me. Yeah, because this is a very busy season. I mean, I, every day, every hour is vital. We don't like to we just wait. I see it as a waste of time, and yeah. I know it's not. It's my personal dysfunction yeah. is is vacation guilt. Yeah. This is why I haven't taken a vacation in four years. Yeah, I I see and understand the value to it, but I'm very very bad at prioritizing it, and um and and honestly. Uh, probably even more than I want to be completely unguarded and share that kind of stuff has taken its toll on my family mm-hmm. uh, really physically and emotionally. Yeah. Um, and, and we've even seen that. I mean, it's, it's been, uh, since we got back, uh, we've even seen that we haven't done a great job at stopping mm. the work and pausing yeah. uh, from what we're doing. So uh, I'm, I'm going to thank God, but then I'm going to add a prayer request. I thank God for the some of the amazing team members. I wish I could just name them. No one that's listening would know or care who they are. But uh, God has just sent some remarkable people to help. While we were in Las Vegas, that we had a work day at church. Man, there's never been a work day at church that I didn't have to like be hands-on and lead mm-hmm. and guide. And we had team members that did it. So, so God has sent some awesome people that can carry some burden and that are willing to be protective of me. Because the second part of this is I'm so very bad at being intentional about mm-hmm. resting. I'm so bad at it, Scotty. And and I, and I don't want it to be another four years before I pause again and take a, a rest. I mean, I'm entering into this new arena of my life. I think the, the responsibility and the stress level is going to be something I've never really fully experienced before. And I, I want to have God teach me mm. how to prioritize rest and how rest is productive yeah. um, to, to get away. So my wife and I, we've, we've stolen something, an idea from uh, someone that's in our, our church planting community, one of our coaches who who does this rule called uh, the 777 rule. Every seven days, you get away with your spouse and you just spend an evening with them, some time with them. Just This is our moment together where we... Mm-hmm. Don't worry about other stuff. Every seven weeks, you have a little, you know, one day getaway. Just turn everything off and just yeah. go away for a day. And then every seven months, you absolutely just unplug, untether, and you leave and you have a vacation. You have a, a proper time. And I, I just love that. And I'm, I'm really want to want to weave that into my story because it seems beautiful, but um, it, it's hard for me. Like yeah. my my natural tendency is to try to put other people first or put the workload first and, and blow it off. 
And um, I just can't do that anymore. I, it looks like you're doing math, Scotty, and that's not just because you're Asian. Why? I know. Like, so I'm trying to like I'm trying to count seven months from when we were in Vegas. So I'm gonna be hounding you in March <laughs> to be <laughs> scheduling that time to unplug. It's- it's so funny because at dinner tonight, uh, my wife and I were with Lise Mati, and she's like, we have to go to Puerto Rico next. We're going to Puerto Rico. And uh, so we, I did the 777 thing. I'm like, so March, April? And she's like, yep, we're going to Puerto Rico. So. What do I call you? <laughs> I'm, half, I'm half Puerto Rican. <laughs> that just doesn't sound right. Yeah, uh, <laughs> all right. Tony needs to learn how to rest in the Lord. Uh, I do, man. It's so comfortable that, for me to say recognize that. Recognize so... <laughs> that there are 10 commandments, not just the nine you've been living by. <laughs> I added my own tenth commandment. That's never buy cheap toilet paper. <laughs> All right, that's a good one. I brought I brought my not cheap toilet paper with me to Vegas. Did you really? Oh, I'm I'm I've gotten so old, man. I bring toilet paper and fiber pills when I go on vacation because I'm... <laughs> I'm not messing around with anything. I've never loved you more than I do right now, Scotty. <laughs> All right, Tony needs a break or at least to learn. Uh, any other way we can be praying for you? You know, uh, there there's balance in life. You know, uh, the things that I've enjoyed and that we've done. You you even mentioned it. Uh, you know, with podcast takes it, it, these things don't just fall out of a tree. They take a lot of time to plan and to. Well, produce. other people's shows might fall out of a tree, but we try. <laughs> but yeah, we put a little effort into ours, um, and and especially on a show with six people coordinating yeah. schedules, getting everybody together, it, it does take a lot. And I don't want that to fall through the cracks because I really, I, I'm still completely sold out. And I believe in the ministry of what we do on our show, but um, if if somebody really just is looking for the twelfth thing to pray for for us. Um, you know, just pray, pray for that. Pray that that we would uh, be able to still prioritize the things that we're passionate about, and that they wouldn't be overshadowed by the day to day demands Absolutely. of ministry and responsibility. Awesome. Uh, I'm going to add to this list. Uh, okay. Pray for pray for Tony just in this new role as a senior pastor, uh, and just even talking with Sheena like that has different meaning in the South than it does here in <laughs> California. Well, uh, how so? I I just you know like. You you call your pastor pastor like like you call Doctor Alexander like he's pastor like he's not the pastor right? like he's pastor like he's pa- like well, yes like I never like Rob's just Rob like he's my senior pastor but I don't reference him as pastor you know so I think there's a different I think there's different expectations that come with that role and so yeah. uh, I'm praying for you in how to receive those expectations, but also not receive those expectations like recognize the expectations that come from God in that calling and divorce yourself get rid of the expectations that are placed on you by other people because you're not living in the expectations of other people you're in the expectations of what god has called you to so it doesn't matter what angry little old lady who doesn't like the music or doesn't like it doesn't matter her expectations don't matter living the expectations god has placed on your calling tony sorry i just preached at you that's good no i i receive it you, y'all didn't see it like he's pointing at the camera and everything get like, out of was... here old lady <laughs> and then uh number two attached to that uh, I'll be praying for your wife, Sheena, who I had a, the joy and pleasure of meeting. She's absolutely wonderful. She yes. loves you. She is protective of you. Uh, but we, listeners of this podcast, we need to protect Sheena with our prayers as well because she is entering a new season where if the pastor position is elevated in the South, then the pastor's wife position is elevated in the South as well. And I think All of the responsibility and none of the honor. That's yes. what happens. Or yeah. the pay. You know, and so I'm grateful. My again, my senior pastor's wife. Wait, wonderful. we're supposed to get paid? Oh no, we've really screwed up. Uh, my senior pastor's wife, Kathleen. She's an amazing woman of God, and I so appreciate when Alicia and I got married. She pulled Alicia aside and said, "Look, we are hiring Scott. We are not hiring you. You wow. need to live your own life 
independent of his ministry. You can serve and there, you know, but you do not like you, you're not responsible for the ladies, you know, Christmas tea. Like that's not your responsibility. And so I know, you know, I know, and Sheena's got other responsibilities with her job and everything. So I'm, I'm very much praying for your wife. And that's just awesome. That Thank she you. would embrace, embrace the role, embrace the calling that she's played to be married to somebody who is in vocational ministry, but recognize that she does not need to live up to the expectation of what people think a pastor's wife should be. She can break the mold. She can cast her own die and be an amazing woman of God, supporting you, supporting your church, but not needing to be caught up in all of it. So those are things Amen. that I'm going to be praying for. for Thank you for, for saying that, man. I really appreciate that. Thank you. All right. So, uh, wow. yeah, I'm going to pray for you now. So uh, if you're whenever you're like, look, God's like uh, Doc Brown. He's got a he can go wherever he wants. So uh, join us in prayer. If you're driving, don't close your eyes. Uh, dear <laughs> Jesus, thank you. I uh, think that Tony got to hang out. It was totally awesome. Uh, yes. Just the, the the not the reward of five years of just talking to each other on the Internet, but just the culmination of that. And just the just to see the fruit of our friendship born in real life was totally awesome and i just pray for tony as he's entering this new season god i thank you so much for the call you placed on his life when he was 17 i thank you for the years the decades of ministry you have used him uh in sanctuary orlando that you have born tremendous fruit that he can look back across his years he can see how you've used him he can see how you've been faithful to him and now he's been faithful what you've called him to god and you were giving him so much more with which to be faithful i thank you that he didn't bury his talents that he that he did something he invested them he grew them and now because he's been a faithful servant you're giving him this new opportunity to be faithful with even more and i pray that he would just continue to be as faithful with this calling as he has been in all of his other callings trusting god that you will bless this endeavor that you've gone before that this is not the works of men that this is the work of your heart and i just pray lord god that you give tony all the encouragement all the strength that he needs i pray that he would people in his life who tell him to take a day off because he needs it, and God, you literally command it. So help Tony remember that. I pray for him. Guard his heart. I pray for Sheena. Guard her heart. Pray for Christian. Guard their heart. Just be with them. Be with the Talavera family as they go forward in this new journey to which you've called them, trusting in you, trusting that the blessings will come because that is the kind of God that you are. Thank you for Tony. Thank you for his friendship. Thank you for his ministry. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Scotty. That's really awesome. Thank you, man. I really I received that, and uh, it means a lot, especially coming from you, because you know the world that we live in. You know, you know what vocational ministry is. Yep. You know the challenges and the the genuine struggles and strains that that go along with it. And and you've allowed people to teach you and invest in you. I mean, I know that that was part of why you would get away and go to Chicago yeah. and do your program there. So um, thank you for being a a, a positive accountability partner and an even mentor for me in that way. I really, I really appreciate that. Thank you. I try. All right. That's it uh, for this episode of the Christian podcast, a little bit different, but you know, we're going to pray for people when we like them. And I pray for lots of people who listen to So it's not just Tony. I mean, it's not just ones that I know in real life. <laughs> and now we can say that because we met in real we life. We know each other in real life. Tony, where can people find you on the internet? Oh, bless God. They can go to www.sclongwood.com, click on the give button, and make a generous donation towards our ministries. Now, you find me on all the social medias, at Nerd of Godcast, uh, or I, I'm on Twitter. Uh, it's me, Tony T. Also, if you live in the Longwood area and you're looking for a church, or if you're not looking for a church, go to this church, because Tony's the best. Come hang out with us. You can get the address at www.sclongwood.com. And you can live your dreams and share some memes in the Nerd of Godcast uh, Nog Squad Facebook group. To find that, just go to nogsquad.com. 
That's true. Or you can follow the Christian Nerd across all the social medias at Christian underscore Nerd. I don't know where that one that works on Twitter at Christian underscore Nerd at Scott Hegan on Twitter at Scott Hegan on Instagram. I don't have an Instagram for the Christian Nerd. Um, I'm trying to post more because I got called out by somebody else on the internet. It's like all you do is promote your podcast on Twitter. I'm like, you're right. I should share more content because the world wants to know wait, what wait, my wait. children are doing. And you know, baseball season used to be your prime time. I'm just saying. Yeah, but the Cubs have sucked since like the beginning of June, <laughs> so it's sort of like taking a taking a dive. Uh, email but yeah, me, and then, and then message Scott so you can join the octagon, octagon, do the whole thing, be a part of what Scotty's all about. Your life is going to be a better place for having a little Higa sprinkled on it, you guys. Just a little. All right, that is it, <laughs> Tony. Thank you for joining us. We will be keeping you in prayer. Very much looking forward to September 19th when you launch that church, and we. Uh, can't wait to hear all the awesome things that God's going to do because we know he's going to do awesome things. So Thanks, man. thank really you, Tony. It's it great thank meeting you, you in real life. We'll do it again sometime soon, hopefully. And until next time, love God, love others, be a better nerd. <laughs>